0: The uh, to the basketball notes. Let's uh, let's go to football because yesterday it was made official. Uh, I think everybody knew it uh, that that the Longhorns are going to be headed for the Valero Alamo. I was really kind of um, I'm not going to say weirded out, but I was really just kind of puzzled by some of the prognostications. Jeff read one that was from I think it was USA Today. Uh, a week ago, and then somebody else said, oh, they're going to the the Cheez-It Bowl that Texas Tech is going to jump them in the pecking order that Alamo Bowl is going to take. Then I thought, no, 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 no. I, I don't see that happening. And I found out by midweek that – that uh, no, that was definitely not going to happen. So it became official that they are going to be in the Alamo Bowl taking on the Washington Huskies. Texas ranked 20th in those final college football playoff rankings. Washington, number 12 across the board in the AP, the coaches, and the CFP rankings. And Washington, by the way, winners of six in a row. They won six straight games to get to 10 and 2. So it's pretty impressive to see what the Huskies have done in winning and and in fact would have gone to the Pac-12 championship game had uh one other one or two other things fallen their way uh, but it didn't it, it was kind of almost like Texas That Texas definitely fell um you know behind uh Kansas, Kansas State and did not obviously uh, catch up uh to them and that's and that's what cost them and not being able to uh go to the Big 12 Championship game and by the way how about Kansas State with what what they did as well in winning the Big 12 Championship that's a separate conversation about the uh about TCU and the college football playoff rankings and all that and we'll get to that a little bit later so the Longhorns are going to play Washington St- uh, play Washington in uh the Valero Alamo Bowl and uh they've they've had a uh, tremendous run as i mentioned winning six straight games and as a result of that, here they are in the Alamo Bowl. And uh, Longhorns head coach Steve Sarkeesian was talking about their uh, w- the route that they've gone, and also uh, what the Longhorns have done to earn their first trip to bowl game under him after going five and seven a season ago. So size it up this matchup, uh, and of course Sark himself, one-time head coach at the University of Washington. So there's a little wrinkle there. Uh, for Steve Sarkeesian as he was asked to outline this matchup between Texas and Washington. This is a heck of a matchup. University of Washington, obviously I've got a little bit of history there, but that's a great program, great history, great tradition. Coach DeBoer has done a fantastic job of getting that program to where they are and winning six straight games. So all in all, we're excited. We know it's going to be a heck of a challenge. We're very fortunate to be invited to this ball game and looking forward to the opportunity of continuing the legacy of great bowl games there at the Valero Alamo Bowl yeah, so um, there it is some uh, sound from Sark. We'll hear more from Sark coming up next hour in uh, talking about this matchup between Texas and Washington. All right, uh, to ba- and, and again, just to remind folks because I was doing this yesterday during the women's basketball broadcast. Um, you mark it on your calendar. It is Thursday, december twenty ninth at eight uh, o'clock. The nice and, I guess one could say. Convenient thing about this matchup, (coughs) for excuse me, from a uh, Texas perspective, is that there is a men's basketball game at home on the 27th. There is a women's basketball game at home on the 28th, uh, and uh, both the men and women uh, begin Big 12 conference play on the 31st. There, uh, prior to the start of the new year, so it slots in nicely. And, as we know, it's a pretty easy drive down to the Alamo Dome. Even Snoop Daniel does not mind the drive to the Alamo Dome. Am I correct no, about that? not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. So, uh, a- anyway, Texas will be uh, in action on December 29th, 8 o'clock kickoff in the uh, Valero Alamo Bowl. Because you're off. able to get off of I-35. That's why it's not bad. <laughs> well, uh, it- at least – at least uh you can, you know, it's it's what, a mile and a half from where it merges off with I thirty seven. Yeah. Go down there to and, the dome. And it's a Something weird like uh turnaround, I gotta admit, that weird angle to get up in there, that can get a little bottlenecked. But yep. it's a great venue. It is. It is. And 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 from a selfish perspective, and nobody under the sun cares a whit about this. and, and I completely get it. So it's just a personal note. Um if they're not going to play, and, and obviously I want Texas to win Big 12 Conference championships, to be in the college football playoff, have a chance to win a national championship. I know the feeling of what it's like to call a national championship in in football. Uh, I want them to do all of that. And at the very least, if they can't do that, I'd love to see them in a New Year's Six Bowl uh, like the Cotton Bowl or one of the other ones if it, if it doesn't work out to be in the college football playoff. Now, failing that um, – one of the best bowl experiences really and truly for them as a team is the Alamo bowl because of its proximity and because of the thing. And, and San Antonio's a great town uh, for that type of thing. And, uh, and also here's the selfish part of it as a broadcaster, it is a great venue to broadcast from. I, I, it can't begin to tell you how how good a place that is to broadcast from. The the sight lines, the vantage point, all that that's tremendous. Like I said, nobody would care the south end of a rat uh, about, the, you know, the broadcast side of it. But I just, that's just a personal note <laughs> to toss it in. Okay, to basketball. Uh, Longhorn men uh, came up yesterday up here to New York. Uh, they got a chance to have a little bit of a taste of culture with a couple of different things. Went to a Broadway show last night, and uh, today – they have uh, some hard work on the floor. They're at practice right now, and they'll be on the floor for a while at practice. And then uh, after that, they have a couple other team activities involved. I think there's uh, one of those trips to the Nike store that's happening for them uh, this afternoon. And then and then there's a team dinner, and then a couple other things. So they'll they'll do all that. One thing that college basketball teams do, and in Texas, it, it kind of falls in lockstep with several of the other uh, programs across the country when they do this is to give student athletes and this this was going on long before NIL but to give student athletes uh, a a, a taste of other things not just get on a plane fly to a destination uh, go to the hotel team meal in a meeting room do your shoot around get on the floor play the game uh, change clothes when it's over, get back on the bus, go to the plane, and fly home. Lord knows there's enough of that that happens during the season. I've taken enough trips with these guys to Ames and Stillwater and Manhattan, Kansas, and places like that where that's exactly what I just laid out. There's study hall that happens, uh, you know, and they do that. and They have um, the academic help and tutors that are that are there with them along the way. They do that. And, by the way, this is – Snoop I, I don't know if this kind of sends a shiver up your spine, but this is uh, final week on campus. So we were uh, talking to Shaley Gonzalez about this yesterday um, in, in fact, I think we'll uh, i'll I'm, I'm gonna send that little piece of sound to you, Snoop, so we can have that next okay. hour and talk about what it's like coming from the perspective also of a student athlete uh, and, and uh, so this is a week for finishing up projects, papers. Uh, final exams that sort of stuff so you got that going on in addition to everything else so there's academic work that takes place all during this so so all of that happens uh, but they do try to mix in some other things like I mentioned uh, uh, you know going to a Broadway show and and some of the other things and, and of course with athletic programs that pay for themselves that's not coming out of any uh, university, funding or anything like that. That's all generated by the revenues from football, from basketball, you know, when they get these opportunities to do this. So uh, that's, you kind of mix that in along with some of the others. Just like when the women's team went to the Bahamas as well. Uh, You try to mix in a little bit of recreational time and then uh, have you know they had three games in three days to play. This is one one basketball game, and it's a forty-eight, a little over forty-eight hour stay up here. But you try to mix in some of those other things. So uh, that's the case of that Texas women, as I pointed out, won their game ninety-two to forty-three, and uh, blew out Southern University yesterday. Texas volleyball will be in action in the Sweet Sixteen. Their seventeenth consecutive Sweet Sixteen, and Texas will be in action in the NCAA Volleyball at Gregory Gym. Now, different start times for it this week uh, because the television and some of the other things. Uh, it's at 11 a.m. start for the first of the Sweet 16 matchups, and that is Ohio State and Minnesota at Gregory Gym. And then Texas against Marquette will follow 30 minutes after that in the Sweet 16. So it'll be around 1.30 on Thursday afternoon when Texas – Takes on Marquette in the NCAA Volleyball Suite 16. So there's some uh, Longhorn notes for you with our Longhorn notebook. Up next, we've got Inconceivable. That will be coming your way next when we continue with Light the Tower on the Horn 1049, 1019 AM 1260. We're live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at HornFM.com.